Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, possums, passels, IDP, armians, everything. Uh, our regular intro guy is off again, so here we are with Josh Hall and Billy Mansell. We're going to give you what we can of the offensive points, but it's never the same without Joe. He's not dead. I don't know why I started off like that. He's gonna He really be- said it like he was gone now. He's still alive, and he'll still be back soon. But as for now, this is what we got. So go follow us on the socials. That's the IDP Army offensive points on Twitter, the IDP Army on freaking instagram tiktok we got a etsy YouTube. shop go check that out youtube check them all out uh and then of course go to the patreon.com slash the idp army to get some actual idp army idp rankings so correct why are you yes. shaking your head oh, no okay. there's some bug flying around my face as you were oh, you're shaking your head like i'm saying something wrong so nope, I'm getting confused you here. are completely right all right well now that joe has taken his day off now we've all taken a week off of the podcast so I want you know. more PTO personally. <laughs> well, I, I burned mine on week one. And here's the thing. I agree. I think that Jordan should give us all paid time off for most of the football season. Honestly, like what, like what are we doing here during the football season? We have all off season that we work and we get to the draft and we talk about all this off season nonsense. And then during the season, it's like, well, maybe we'll just take off during the season. I think people want to hear our voices. I think that's what they're <laughs> here for. And I hope yeah. that that's what you guys are here for. If not, you clicked on the wrong channel. Stay tuned. There's some good stuff coming up for sure. But before we get to football, all right, Josh, I, I you know, this just, no, it's not. It's, it's real life thing. And I hope I don't come off sounding like a horrible person here, but maybe I will. We are horrible people. So it's fine. J- Josh, the tips thing has gone too far now tips used to be for the wait staff a bartender um getting a haircut uh, a shave back in the olden days i mean i think they still do that but um if somebody like shined your shoes you would tip them josh now there's there's too many people that are subjecting you to feel that you need to tip them and it's not that i don't want to tip them it's just where do we draw the line josh there's too it's- many people Hey, this comes down to the iPad kids is what it is. You got iPads everywhere nowadays. Kids are riding around in strollers with them. They're uh, they're at the they're at the restaurant with them in their hands. And now they're now the iPad kids have grown up and got jobs. And what they're doing is they're flipping the iPad over to us and saying, do you want to tip me? And, you know, for a normal restaurant industry. But when I order a pizza online and I tell you exactly what I want and then you cook it for me, I'm just buying the good. I, I, I'm not. And then it says suggested 20 25 75 percent and i'm like wow a little aggressive here i actually am right on the same page with you here as a person who worked in the service injury for industry for a long time i don't understand that i i like you didn't do anything for me so i can understand it if they're actually providing a service with your meal or something but if you're picking up takeout picking up takeout has always been a here's a couple bucks for your what like 
exactly but i don't think that it should be something that you are expected to do it just seems like what what am, i'm just picking up the food like i don't tip a mcdonald's person at the window i'm sure that's going to be happening upon us but the the biggest issue is when you're picking up something and they hand you the little screen with the you know and you have to write you have to put your card in and then there's this very gigantic tip screen that comes up and you're just like damn if i press no tip right here i'm gonna look like a jackass in well, front of I, this person i feel like it's not even just f the food industry anymore <clears throat> it's, it's not like, and that's what i'm saying it's it's getting a little wild like i mean like bartenders and uh waitresses and waiters are like the only people that i feel like that's a tip for or like i i i just don't understand like unless you're providing a service to me and you went above and beyond i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pull out my checkbook and tap on that ipad screen like i, I just it, it's getting to be ridiculous i don't have any good examples but i do have an example from TikTok, actually, surprisingly, Billy, I didn't watch it. It was a news article. Okay, oh. I didn't actually. Yeah, no, sorry. Don't get your hopes up there. Um, but no, it was a lady who was buying something on Grubhub and her ticket was $17 and she tipped four and nobody would pick it up. And she did this whole, you know, it was probably just her being ranting and, you know, trying to build her TikTok portfolio. But it, it really, I mean, it's like you're not going to pick that up because I guess the drivers can see the tips whenever you mm -hmm. buy on Grubhub. That's exactly it. It's $4 for, for a little 17. Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the $20 tip? Like, I, I, it's, there's a point to where it's like, I've tipped you more than 20%. Like, I, I don't even know what to do at that point. Well, and here's the thing. The people overseas right now are probably very confused about this conversation because they don't need tips. They just pay everybody what they should be paid. And we don't need tips for anything or, you know, they don't need tips for anything. So anybody who's overseas right now, I envy you because everybody should just be getting paid something. The Me paying someone else's uh, livelihood should not be on the table. I should not be made to feel that I'm, you know, going to help this person pay their rent. Like that, that's the person they work for his job, not mine. Well, so, and it, it, it's different with the building of a restaurant or a bar life or whatever, because they make good money on a busy mm -hmm. night. Like, you know what I mean? You're already making that money, but these people are already the people that we're now tipping already <clears> make a salary, like or an hourly wage. And then they're getting the tips on top. It's tip like on top. That yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's I'm the tip on top it. that kills me, you know, very much so. <laughs> OK, well, let's so. get to actual football related matters. I just, you know, I saw that I had a situation happen today and I was just like, I'm not going to tip here, but I probably should. And I feel awful for it, but I'm not, I can't. I, 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 just... I wish I could remember. I know that I saw it on something recently and it was something with like, it wasn't even a service. It was literally like, I picked something up and they were like, do you want to tip? And I was like, what? No. Yeah. <sighs> I wish I had an example, but here we are. No. Anyway, I, I sprung it on you. I didn't have an example ready to go. Yeah, you got me okay. hot over here, man. So let's so let's get back into football. Um, I have been not been here in two weeks, so I'm going to go over a little bit of the news that happened while I was gone, and we could just kind of. I don't. I know you and Joe probably touched on it a little bit, but I just want to. It might have a little little talk about it. So this Tua situation with concussions and how the league just sprung a rule change in the middle of the season is. Absolutely wild to me. I mean, I don't disagree that they should should have done it. It should have been that way the whole time. But just enacting a rule in the middle of the season is something else to witness here. And I'm glad that we're finally like taking it serious, quote unquote. Not like we didn't already have the whole concussion problem earlier in 
you know, football where there was an entire movie that had Will Smith. He was nominated for an Academy Award and all that. Like that all happened already. And now we're finally to a place where now we have to literally see Tua who, you know, cannot move his fingers on a field. That is what enacts an actual rule change in the middle of the season. I just think this is something else. I don't I don't know what to, to say. This is actually a PR nightmare for the NFL because they rolled out this whole program of the new helmets. We're going to do this and blah, 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 blah. And we came up with these more stringent concussion protocol and we blah, 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 blah. And we did this and we have neuroscientologists on board. Sorry, I know it's not Scientologists, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> they came out with this whole thing. It was like a campaign that they sent out. And then to see this happen, and I guarantee there's people in positions that I work in that are just like cringing and like, why are we like, why did we let this happen? Like, how did they let this happen? So honestly, I'm kind of glad that they're enacting rules in it. I think it's uh, too little too late. I think Tua's yeah. family is going to sue the NFL and the Miami Dolphins. Um, the I don't know what it is. I think there was a certain person who said that they knew how to like pass the concussion protocol test. That was Joe Burrow. That was, was Joe, Burrow. Joe Burrow. He was on a podcast and he said that um, he said, he, he doesn't remember entire games because he's suffered a concussion early in them and, and he just knew what to do to get out of it and was able to get back into the game. And he said that's just a way of playing football. And it's like, well, Jesus, man, that is not the right time to be having that kind of conversation. Yeah, and it's just it was just a complete <clears throat> negligence on the Miami Dolphins training staff. Like, obviously, they wanted to win that game. Obviously, they wanted Tua back in the game. But that's when you just go, you know what, next man up. And that's how it should be. And I think the quarterbacks are treated as this, like, godly person that they're, they're the only one on the team that can run the offense but that's what backup quarterbacks are for and that's why you have good backup quarterbacks i.e the dallas cowboys right now who have cooper right. rush who's well speaking of that so teddy bridgewater gets knocked out in the next game mm-hmm. away from that that he gets knocked out of the game early which set the dolphins back and the jets oh man the jets just teed off on him um but the, 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 it was like an overcorrection because i'm not even sure that it was his head that was the problem with teddy bridgewater but because it looked a certain way and it was the dolphins like they had to get yank him out of there and now they have i think it's former kansas state quarterback skylar thompson going to start for them this week which bet uh bet whoever is playing the dolphins i we're, we'll get the game previews but like whatever the dolphins are uh, you know expected to do this week just count that as a loss in my opinion i don't know i, I will say um whatever Thompson or whatever did a pretty decent, good, a pretty decent job of getting the ball to Tyreek Hill. It wasn't great, but it was a pretty decent job and they, they tried hard and yeah, it was, it was pretty embarrassing, but it, that's what happens when you don't follow concussion protocol. You know what, you know who would have been playing right now? Tua. And you know who would have sat out that game where he got his second concussion in four days Tua. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We'll move on. We'll, we'll get through this news pretty quickly, but uh, Matt rule was fired by the Panthers this week. Um, kind of a long time coming. I, he has not really been that great of a coach since he's gotten into the league. Like, we have not really seen. Now, his defense was really good. I, I'll have to give him that. But his offenses, he just could not put the people in place. And Ben McAdoo has been a disaster this year. Um, he had Joe Brady last year. That was a disaster. We thought he was going to be great, and he wasn't. Um, so, yeah, Matt Rule out as head coach of the Panthers, um, your reaction is positive, negative, or just middle? I I mean, it is what it is. That team looks like just a dumpster fire. And if he had any say in bringing Baker Mayfield there, I think it, it makes sense. I, I don't really have a, I, I really, we'll, we'll get into this later, but I just, I think it's probably for the best that they just start over. I agree. I, I agree 
somewhat. Now, here is the only thing that I uh, I disagree with is the Giants this year are four and one. Which roster going into the season which you have rather had the Giants roster or the Panthers roster? Oh, it's it's definitely the Panthers. But I mean, and obviously it's not like they weren't done yet. It was just there was just terrible play calling, terrible plays in general. Like, why was Christian McCaffrey only getting the ball like like a couple times? Oh, I tweeted out it was eight eight carries in that game against the Cardinals that they he had eight carries in the entire game. Christian McCaffrey, the best player on the team, and we all know it. And they ran him eight times. Yeah, exactly. But you got to use your you got to use your guys. I mean, I understand. And honestly, why is Dontrell Hilliard not being used as much? Like they're not even it's not even like when they took Christian McCaffrey out. It was just, okay. we'll we'll do pass plays. And then, I mean, they've kind of eased Hilliard in a little bit now. But yeah, it's 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 just a dumpster fire. But at the same time, like it's not too late to turn it around because it's so early in the season. But you have to win now. And that's why that's why rules gone. I think that's why I don't dislike it. I think they need to like if if I was to fix the Panthers, uh, a you got to get an actual quarterback in there. You have to get a real quarterback that's playing like wants to play football at a high level in there right now. It's not like we can't wait and kick it down the road. You can't do what the Colts are doing and bring in a different old washed up quarterback every year. It's not going to work that way. Washington's figuring that out now. They're literally on the same path as uh, the Colts and you need a quarterback. So Panthers, like stop with the Darnolds and the Mayfields and the PJ Walkers. We got to get that under control. You need an offensive coordinator that actually thinks a little bit outside the box. Um, and knows who the best talent is on their team. I think that I just think those two things would send this team. You know, if they had Dayball, for example, I would love the situation there. Yeah, I I'm I'm glad to hear you say it with Baker, but honestly, I don't put put the full blame on him. The play calling has been atrocious. Obviously, his playing has not been great, but at the same time, it would have been the same with Sam Darnold. It would have been the same with Andy Dalton. It would have been the same with Joe Flacco. Like, I mean, you're you're just you're right. They need a new quarterback, and that's obviously going to be the play play in the future. But for now. You have a team that can win. You have a good defense. You have a decent offense. You need to start playing them right now. Well, and your your talent around the quarterback needs to actually know that the quarterback is going to be able to uh, like be in a game. It, it, the none of these quarterbacks like because PJ Walker is going to start this week against the Rams. I I just like if I was still if I still was like DJ Moore, if I was Christian McCaffrey, if I was any of them. Like, how is this inspiring confidence? Like, I don't understand it. But before we get out this topic, do you think that they fire fire sale the team or do you think that they hold and try to rebuild next year? I think they fire sale, and I'll talk about that here in a bit. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that shortly. A um, few more things. Um, I did want to m- mention Rodgers has an injury. That was a very weird game on uh, – Sunday, but same time, it's like, I don't know. There's something, something up in green Bay and I don't really know how they write the ship because they're missing Devonte Adams, which by the way, Devonte Adams pushing a cameraman after the game and now getting um, a misdemeanor charge, a misdemeanor charge from it is just, it's tasteless. Unbelievable. It's tasteless is what it is. Not only are you going to push some guy who probably makes like what? $80,000 a year to take 
photos or he was like a equipment manager. It looked like, cause he looked like he was moving some lighting around or whatever for press post game conferences, probably. And you know what? You're going to push him out of the way and you're making millions of dollars a year to play football. Yeah. You lost the game. It sucks. And I mean, that play was stupid uh, all around play calling. Uh, obviously like, why are you putting your two best? The only two people who are going to get the target right next to each other to where they can run into each other. But beyond that, it's tasteless to push someone who's literally just doing his job. Like, yes. could that guy have waited? Sure. But you know what? He was running because he was doing his job and you're going to push him down like that. That was completely tasteless. I hope he gets suspended. Yeah. I. He will get I, fined. I, he will get fined. I, the suspension is hard to believe, but it might happen. I don't know. We, I'm, the optics of it. The, the good thing about the NFL for this week is that Raiders are on a buy, so they don't need to worry about it right now. Um, but still it's, you know, not good optically to see that. No. Okay. Well, let's hop into, um, the segment this week and we are going to do the five burning questions from B- offensive points. Billy's burning questions is back. That's true. It, last year was called Billy's burning t- questions. I'm making right. it offensive points is burning questions. Well, I We're did gonna... add one in there. So I, I guess it exactly. Is you points. contributed. So we'll actually start right at the top. We predicted the Eagles would be good prior to the season, but we had no idea that the Cowboys and Giants would be right up there with them. Josh, what did we miss? You know you know what we missed this time? It's that these teams are just better than the league, and fans just give them credit for altogether. Uh, I, think, I think it's really time to start giving the NFC East some credit here. After all the years of NFC least talks and <laughs> – I don't know. To me, it looks like the NFC beast right now. And uh, I think it's coming out right now. Uh, Obviously let's let's just, let's not talk about the commanders for a second. Let's just forget about them for just a bit. Uh, Although they actually have been putting up some points, just not capitalizing on games. We'll get to them. I'll let let you take them. The other three teams in this division are combined 13 and two. And their only loss outside of the division right now, because the Cowboys beat the giants is Tampa Bay in the game where Dak was injured, which I think they easily could have won that game had, you know, well, actually, they were looking pretty bad. Never mind. Let, let's not make well, that argument. Right. Uh, but of course, the argument here is the schedules, they're, they're easy. You know, <clears> that's why. And while they that may, of course, have some truth, they've also beaten the likes of Rams, Bengals, Packers, Cardinals, Jacksonville, who just came off the destruction of the Chargers. That was the Eagles, of course, uh, and the Titans. And four of those six teams were playoff teams last year. So I. I mean, it's, I admit it's easy to be like, oh, these, these, these schedules are easy, blah, 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 blah. But the fact that the Eagles have won every game and the fact that the Cowboys have won every game since Dak's injury and the fact that the Giants have won every game other than playing the Cowboys is impressive. I, I, think, it's, I, I think it's time to stop writing off this division because the Rams, the Bengals, these other teams that were you know, in the Super Bowl are literally having a hangover right now. Tennessee Titans, they were a, the best team in the AFC to end the year last year and they look like trash so i think it's time to just give us a little credit it's true okay well after your you know your soliloquy there i will say what we missed is we missed the cowboys have a really really good defense and i think that we didn't understand like i put money down on michael parsons and went defensive player of the year but the entire unit around him you don't have the like Trayvon Diggs is doing splashy interceptions and you don't have, you know, Micah Parsons looks like the only guy out there. Like it looks like a really good cohesive unit. They really put a lot of work into making that defense good. The offense should be, you know, still good. They have all of the pieces to be, but they're, you know, Cooper Rush is out there trying as hard as 
But the defense is really good for the Cowboys, and that is definitely what we missed going into the season. We had no idea that they would be a top five defense in the league right now. The resurgence of Demarcus Lawrence has helped a lot, I will say, because the, the mm-hmm. secondary was always pretty good. And the linebackers, they've always, you know, kind of been churning people out. Obviously, Van Der Esch is having a pretty solid year. We knew Micah Parsons would be fine, obviously. But uh, Demarcus Lawrence has been the biggest surprise. And I think that's what's helped them the most because those sacks on second down, man, it's hard to come back from a second and 18. A lot of teams, I, I would love to know the stat on the past the 17 yard line or when you got on the second down. Cause it's, it's tough when you get sacked on first down or even second down or third down, obviously you're screwed. Uh, yeah. But like when you get sacked and you lose 10 yards in a, in that it's, it's hard to get back from that. And some teams don't know how to plan for that. And then they throw a deep ball and then it's third and 18 and then it's fourth and 18. Cause they miss all the shots. So that's true. Um, yeah. yeah. But that defense just turns out um, and week in and week out, they are one of the best units in football. Um, what we missed on the giants the coaching staff meant a lot to that team. Like they aren't winning in any flashy, splashy ways, but Dayball knows exactly what Daniel Jones can do. And he gets the most out of him. He knows what Saquon Barkley can do. It's fun to see him healthy for a change. And he knows how to work with even a bad O line. Like that's the thing that is, um, was missed when he got hired. There is like, he fixed Josh Allen before Josh Allen came, when Josh Allen came to the league and even the first year, he was horrible and very inaccurate. Like it looked like it was not going to be able to be fixed. And Dable came in and fixed everything about Josh Allen. And now he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Now he's not going to fix Daniel Jones. And I'm sure if you pressed him on it, he would definitely have a new quarterback in there after this season, but I can't knock the results. I mean, there's no really like great players. I mean, look at that receiving core, Josh, it's terrible. It's horrible. Darius Slayton being your wide receiver one, should mean an L every week. And they went out in London and beat the Packers. And it did not look like the Packers were the best team on the field that day. All right. So I I will say one thing about the Giants, and maybe this kind of ruins my soliloquy a little bit, but the Giants are actually not a good football team. No, Um, but they're just good enough. It's 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 not even that to me. Um, It's Saquon Barkley is what it is. Saquon Barkley is back. Uh, The defense has played okay. Um, They've definitely like put had some plays together. Um, obviously, like you said, the wide receiver courts literally for one makes no sense. Um, and two <laughs> is just completely injured, but no, they're about to, they're about to lose a lot of games. Unfortunately, the giants it, it's it, giants fans. It's been fun while it lasts. You should just hold on to that four and one start and just keep bringing that up for like years to come because you're about to lose a few games here. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do agree that it, it is the coaching. The coaching staff is phenomenal and has, has really put them in position to win these games. Um, but yeah, Daniel Jones is not going to be able to keep this up it's just saquon barkley and when one team figures out how to stop saquon barkley every team will figure that out so yeah it's true and it's tough but i i just i like what they've done and i think that this is a very good basis on how to build a football team i think when they finally get their cap room back and they're finally able to get off some of the bad contracts <laughs> kenny galladay um they'll finally be able to build their team back and put them back in a good spot see just seeing what they're able to do this year with the talent is really special and i really think that they've got some good pieces to build around oh yeah um, and honestly the, the the young core on this team is phenomenal and they they should have success to come but it, it does come with a quarterback change obviously and I, I really hope that this doesn't somehow get daniel jones a job in the future at, at yeah. the giants they need It'll to be get, a really good backup someday but anyway um and let's get on to the commanders obviously one and four not great um and their problem is that the team a the team seems dysfunctional 
if we can be completely honest. I mean, the fact that, and I didn't queue up an audio for this week, which I, you know, whatever. We had two people. We kind of putting this together on the fly, duct taping it. But Ron Rivera blaming the quarterback. Now, I get the context of the question, and he had to answer it that way. But still, to say the word out of your mouth, quarterback, as the problem on your team of why you're not winning in the division that is not good <laughs> yeah not no, good at all i saw that and i was like i need to see the context in this and of course he like kind of backtracked the statement or whatever but the fact that that came out of his mouth and we've seen the way wentz has acted in well we haven't seen but we've heard the way he's acted in the locker room mm-hmm. this is not going to help anything if anything mm-hmm. this is going to draw that clear division between co- uh, coach and quarterback and you know who's going to be the first one to go not Carson Wentz because they're not rolling Tyler Heineke out there. It's gonna be it's gonna be Ron Rivera for this one and four start because honestly, Carson Wentz has actually given them a chance to win three games. Obviously, one of those they did win. Um, obviously, they had a couple bad games as well because they were five weeks through the season. But at the same time, Wentz has put them in a, a decent spot. You know what? You know what floors me the most out of last week's game is the fact that they get Brian Robinson back, and you're thinking, oh, they're going to use him, uh, you know, or and they're and they're done with Antonio Gibson because that's what the whole story whole storyline was before the season started and before Brian Robinson's incident. But at, you know what? You know what they did? They gave him no carries. They gave him three or four carries. They gave uh, Antonio Gibson three or four carries. And you know what they did? They put the ball in Carson Wentz's hand the entire time. So to hear me to hear the coach say it's well, if we had Jalen Hurts or if we had Dak Prescott, one number one. To say to separate the quarterbacks, the four of them that are starting these last few games, we got Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is, I would say, strides ahead of the rest of them. Cooper right. Rush has been a great game manager, sure. But Daniel Jones and Wentz, like Wentz should be above both of them. Exactly. It's not the quarterback. It's to me, it's the play calling. That made no sense. I was excited to see Brian Robinson's first game. And you know what we saw? Nothing from any of the running backs. Well, here and here's the other part of it is it's the defense. He Ron Rivera is a defensive head coach, and this defense isn't great. Like it's just unfortunate that they keep uh trotting out the offense as the excuse here, but like the defense isn't very good. And, and you can point to maybe Chase Young not being there, but is that going to fix everything else about that defense? I don't think so. And it's just unfortunate because they have really good talent on that team. And we got to stop making excuses by blaming the offense when the defense is what's really in trouble here. I mean, when the quarterback's thrown for 350 in three of the five games, you really can't blame the quarterback. And I'm kind of tired of hearing Carson Wentz as the scapegoat in general. Like, it makes no sense to me that we're just giving – Carson Wentz was a scapegoat for Indy. Look how they've started – uh Carson Wentz is the scapegoat well okay to be fair the Eagles situation was a little different we actually did hear the true story on that basically Jalen Hurts worked harder than him and then there was basically just like a drama between the two of them throughout the season but mm-hmm. right here this is not Wentz's fault Wentz is playing phenomenal football well, I don't want to say phenomenal football great <laughs> great football for where he's at right now in his career and he has proven that he should be a starter in this league at the very least on, on a low end team, but this team shouldn't be a low end team. The talent is just ridiculous around them. So it's true. And I'm, I'm just like going through this real quick, just so everybody's aware the next coach to be fired here of uh, the bottom team. So Caroline already got rid of their coach. Um, Houston Levy Smith is going to play this entire season out. Like they, that was the plan from the beginning. They're going to start again next year. Lovey Smith's going to be the coach of the Houston Texans for this entire year. Detroit is not going to get rid of Dan Campbell. I do not think, I mean, he needs to I fix hope the defense. to God they don't. He, he needs to fix the defense because that's what he was brought in to do, and that's the worst part of the team, which is hilarious. But I don't think they're going to fire him. 
Uh, Las Vegas is on a rookie head coach, not going to fire him. And Pittsburgh is, they would be stupid as hell to get rid of Mike Tomlin. So that leaves the Washington Commanders as the last worst team with a coach that's probably going to get fired next, unfortunately. Like that's the, that is the next shoe to drop. And if they lose to the Bears on Thursday, I don't know how he makes it the weekend, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking, you know, out, but we'll see. That actually should be a decent game. I think those teams are actually pretty evenly matched. So I'm kind of hoping that's a good game just for the sake of Thursday night football in prime time. But yeah, if the bears beat them, that's all the commanders, you know, brass and Dan Snyder. That's all he should have to see. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's move it on. Let's move on to question number two. <laughs> question number one. It was a loaded first question, to be fair. So, I mean, yeah, question number question number two will be a little bit less uh, in length, I think. But we thought the Lions were a sneaky playoff team going into the season, but so far they are one and four. Josh, why were we wrong about the Lions? We were just straight up wrong about the defense. I think, as you kind of stated, it's kind of hilarious that Dan Campbell, a defensive coach, basically has the worst defense in the league. Like literally beginning the last beginning of last week, they were the highest scoring offense and the highest scored upon defense. So, I mean, there's a reason we saw promise in this team and I, I still do personally. Um, but you know, it's just in general, like it's all up to Dan Campbell at this point. And I I'm just hoping he can kind of get this defense in order with the bye week uh, Swift and Jamison should be out there. At least Swift probably will be. Um, so so I I don't think defenses stand a chance against them. And I think they will outplay a lot of these teams and they have a tough, I don't know if you looked at their schedule coming out, but it's Cowboys, Dolphins, Packers. So they're going to need some defense to win those games. Um, but they honestly, if they come out and make a statement against the Cowboys coming out that offense, there's, there's too much, there's too much talent on that offense to not be able to score on Dallas's defense. Yes. We talked about how complete Dallas's defense is, but at the same time, there's going to be holes with that speed. Well, the, pr- the problem I think this last week was that Hawkinson got targeted like three times because I think he was hurt. I think he was a decoy. Um, Almon Ross St. Brown, I think it was kind of the same situation. He did get targeted a few times more, but I still think it was mostly decoy situations. I don't think he was really going to put it all out there. But the thing that we were wrong about is the offense was not the issue. We were so infatuated with the offense and how good we thought this offense was going to be that we didn't even think about how – bad this defense was going to be i thought it would be serviceable this is flat out horrible they cannot run i can't stop anyone who's running the ball at all you have to fire every running back up that you have when you're playing the lions because barring injury they're going to get over 100 yards and a couple of tutties like that's just going to happen every time when you're playing the lions with a running back so just yeah it's that's what we were wrong about i think Oh, absolutely. We're definitely wrong about that. Um, I just assumed that some of this would form. I mean, there's some talent on this defense, obviously. And I think that's where their next couple first round picks are going is to defense, obviously, because the offense is pretty much stellar. I mean, yeah, they could use a new quarterback, but I think we were wrong about Jared Goff, actually, because I think that was our biggest fear. We were worried about Jared Goff being uh, he's just okay. He's played better than Stafford this year. 
So yeah, um, exactly. I think that's hilarious. By the way, currently like, I think QB like nine on the year, and that's after this last game. So um, of course they are dealing with injuries, as all teams are. But their secondary is not the problem. Although there are some young corners who are still learning. Jeff Okuda and Aurorier is uh, I think been out a couple games. But yeah, Tracy um, Walker's out for the season on the secondary too, right? And I that think. did happen. Yeah. So, um, but the the problem they're really missing is linebackers because they're. Most most running backs make it through the line. The line is really just blocked by the offensive line. And then the linebackers, that's why, you know, the Nick Boltons, the uh, Darius Leonard or Shaq Leonard's get sweep up all those tackles is because they're the first one on the scene. Alex Anzalone is not a big guy. He's like a coverage linebacker and he's their only linebacker, it appears right now. Um, yeah. They could really use Jelani Tuvai, who was playing on the, the other team, actually, and actually is raking in some tackles right now. So. Which is funny um, that he's now gone and that's <laughs> he's playing well now. This would be the time they use him. I just feel like there's not any linebackers that are really doing anything, sadly, on that team. But yeah, it's it's the defense and Jared Goff and the offense look fine. I think you're still firing. Obviously, that was a weird week. I don't be off of the Lions because Amon Ra and uh, Hawkinson didn't have a good week. Swift will be back, hopefully uh, coming back from the bye, I imagine. He's had a few weeks off and it's going to be spark on offense, so. He's supposed to, and yeah, they've really needed it. But I, I've seen a lot of mock drafts have them drafting a quarterback. I think that would be the stupidest move they could make. I think that they should use that pick to beef up this defense because that is the issue. It's not the offense. I think I think even if you put even like a semi-good quarterback in there, I still think it's going to be a pretty good offense no matter what. I actually was in the beginning of the year, I was on the train of them drafting a, a rookie quarterback and, you know, having him sit behind golf because they're probably paying him a ludicrous amount of money still because the Rams are dumb. Um, but I, at the same time, like if golf can build chemistry with these guys and keep this up, what he's been doing, obviously not last game, barring that um, I'm down to keep him yeah, for another year. I mean, ride it out. You'll have another first round pick again. Like, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to get one of these young guys and have him sit behind him and learn a little bit. Cause we all saw how pick it went. Yeah, not great. All right, on to number three. The AFC West appears to only have one playoff team, the Chiefs. Uh, Josh, how did this happen? I I personally think this is an overreaction, honestly. Um, I, I don't have I don't have much for this, but I would say that the Raiders may have lost there to the Chiefs, but that game was a win. I mean, they could have won that game um, if it weren't to the bonehead calls that they made and then obviously the officiating, so... Um, the only real overreaction or not overreaction here is for one, the chargers are fine. Eckler's back to his normal workload. Herbert will get healthier. Once they get Keenan Allen back, I think they're going to, they're going to be a lot better. And I, they're just missing that one piece right now, really any more than anything, but the Broncos, I can say, uh, yeah, they're just really, really bad. I think I, it, it's Russ does not Geno Smith is out playing Russell Wilson. I think that's yes. something right By now that trade looks so dumb for denver right now and i mm -hmm. actually feel bad for broncos fans because they thought this was it man they thought they were coming in going hot to the playoffs and like one move and that did it they're oh, stuck boy. with them through 2028 josh that's the problem they're stuck with them for five more years after this Oh yeah. No, I don't, I'm hoping that he gets it together. Like maybe he, like he took last year off essentially from, uh, you know, with that team. So I, I thought it was just the, the offense cause the off their their team just kept depleting weapons from, from offensively. Their defense got worse and worse talking about Seattle. That is. Um, and then for some reason, the Broncos have all these weapons, have a decent defense and he still can't do it. So I, I don't know. Cause Russ was putting up points. I mean, with DK and, 
they never really had a run game, but DK and Vocket were still putting up points, and so was Russ for fantasy wise. And I don't know what it is. I I can't for the life of me. It's not Judy and Sutton. I can tell you that much because they're well. I think losing Javante is the nail in the coffin for them. Oh, that hurts him for sure. He's the he was the best player on their offense. I mean, by far and away. Now they're not going to. They didn't use him as if he was the they best sure player did. on the offense. They split work, but. You lose the best player on your offense, it's going to affect everyone in some way. Even if he wasn't like, you know, being used 100% of the time, which he probably should have, he still needed to be out there and make that game just a little bit better because Russ is not running anymore, which is what we were expecting when he got there. We were going to be like, Russ, you know, he's been in the ice baths and doing all these things to help his body so he can scramble again. He's not doing that. And I don't really think Russell is a pocket passer. I mean, this was kind of the knock on him coming out was that he's not a pocket passer. Um, so I don't, I don't know. So I know and this is a little bit of a shift here, um, but I, I, I just want to talk about how this league keeps saying, and you want to know why it's because of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, but this league is switching to a passing league and this needs to be, everything's passing. You gotta, you gotta have a good quarterback. You gotta do this. You gotta do that but it all derives from the running backs. Look at Tennessee. They weren't using Derrick Henry the first two games. They got walloped both games. And then they start using Derrick Henry in the passing game even. I mean, they're basically runs. I mean, whichever way you look at it, it's a little screen pass, basically. Uh, Saquon Barkley, literally, the reason the Giants have won four of their games. I mean, like, there's no way that the Giants are 4-1 and one without Saquon Barkley. Uh, the Eagles last year, literally, not to bring this about the Eagles again, but the Eagles last year literally made the playoffs because they turned to the run game. Nobody's doing it anymore, and that's what they should have been doing with uh, Javante in the first place. And now, I, I think more than ever is when you start doing that. Maybe they go sign someone. Uh, actually, they got Lat Murray, uh, Melvin Gordon, and Boone. So, I mean, start utilizing the run game. I, if I'm seeing the way Russ is playing, you got to establish a run game before you can just pass every play. People want that Patrick Mahomes so freaking badly right now, and it, it, honestly, mm -hmm. he's kind of ruining the game. And not in a bad way, but for other teams, because other teams want it's the same concept of Tyree Kill. So we need a Tyree Kill on our team. Let's go draft the next Tyree Kill. It doesn't work like that. Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill are one of a kind. And they're both learning that because in their own ways. So exactly. And yeah. So I mean, to bring this why how did this happen? They're just starting out slow, and we expected, you know, the Chargers to stay healthy this whole year. They haven't. We thought that the Raiders were going to not, you know, forget that Darren Waller was on the team. He barely saw the field when they played on Sunday. Um, to be Monday. fair, I, I called the Raiders not being as good as everyone thought. I think everyone got too excited about the Raiders because Devontae Adams. They well, did they're as worse than last year. Like they replaced Ren. Happen? They replaced Renfro. I mean, they don't use all three of them. They use two of them. Derek Carr can't make it to the third read. Is what it comes down to. Derek. What it comes down to yes. is Derek Carr's not that great of a quarterback. <laughs> He's okay, and he's always going to be okay, and he's always going to be kind of good. And honestly, I will say I was actually proven wrong by the Chiefs game. I thought that game would be a complete blowout, and I was happy to see Carr actually make that a game. And once again, they should have won that game, but they did not. So I think they'll be fine in the long run when they learn their strength. They're utilizing Josh Jacobs a lot better than they started out with the season, um, and I think that they can be good, a good team. They're just not doing it right now. Max Crosby playing out of his mind trying to save games. Yeah, I just like I didn't think that they were going to be worse than last year, which is really concerning because they have mostly the same pieces. They just changed head coaches. And that's the weirdest part is that the head coach last year was an interim head coach because Don Gruden got fired because of that scandal. And 
the guy that got in there, uh, Rich Basachi or whatever his name is, the special teams guy, doing great. had them had made them get to the had them willed them to the playoffs with his coaching. And now you got a new coach in there, Josh McDaniel. So far, not so good. So it's very weird with the Raiders. But Chargers will be better. Raiders will not be better, I don't think. And Broncos, uh, Broncos, it's going to be a couple bad years coming up here for you all, I think. Um, and I'm hoping Russ turns it around. I just like don't Russell really know Wilson. what you do um, because you're all going to gift Seattle some really good picks here, and that's unfortunate. Okay, let's move on to question number four. Pittsburgh, Washington, Carolina, and the Texans look like the worst teams in the league. Which of these teams will have the 2023 number one overall pick, Josh? It's already been answered. See, this is what I was trying to wait on earlier. If you if you heard the beginning of this part, it's it's Carolina. They're already auctioning off pieces right now. They're, the fact that they're just rumors that Christian McCaffrey, you know, might go to the Bills and I, uh, Brian Burns might get traded to the Eagles and DJ Moore's, I think, on the, on the chop block as well. They're basically trying to burn a lot of contracts. I don't know if any of those are actually going to happen, but the fact that the conversation is happening means that the actual conversations are happening. So usually when there's a rumor or at least one rumor, it's kind of like, okay, maybe. But like when there's three of them and they're already talking, everyone's talking about it, they fire their head coach. Uh, they're pretty much done with Baker Mayfield at this point. They're, I, I mean, at this point, they're they're just looking for that number one pick, and they're trying to get their their choice of the quarterbacks coming out. I mean, in my opinion, so I don't know why you would auction off all your offensive pieces to build that team, but if you can get a couple firsts or seconds for it, and you want to build a new younger team, sure. But uh, I think it's dumb. I think that's the team that does it. I think Washington's too far off from doing that. Um, and then who was the other team? Pittsburgh and the Texans. But Pittsburgh. Well, let me let me get to mine. Let me get to all mine. Right, go ahead. So, go ahead. Mine is the Texans because they're sticking to the plan. The plan was to tank this year out and fire Levy Smith at the end of the season. Well, guess what they're doing so far? Tanking the season out, and they're going to fire Levy Smith at the end of the season, just like they planned to do. And Davis Mills has been putting in a valiant effort out there, but he's just not got it. I thought he would be – I thought they would th- make him throw so much that he would be forced into being good. It's not the case. He's just not got it. Like I don't, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't have it. And it's unfortunate for them. Damian Pierce looks like a hell of a running back going for the forward for them, but they're tanking to perfection right now. They have yet to win a game. I think maybe they're maybe they've won. I think, they're, oh, I think they are. Oh no, no they won. Them. They won Jacksonville. That's what. Oh, it was. they, they just they, won, beat, yeah. they beat Jacksonville. But like, and they shouldn't have won that game. They were trying their best not to win, but Trevor Lawrence decided to be the worst quarterback of all time. We'll get to that in a little bit too, by the way. Um, but I think they're tanking to perfection. I think they're going to nail this. I, I think it's Houston. Um, all right. I, I didn't really think about Houston, but I will say Davis Mills is playing his heart out for a nice backup job. He's going to be a nice yes. chase Daniel for years to come oh, for because sure. of this. And I'm very happy for him because mm-hmm. he was QB three before Watson got suspended. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for him as a uh, person who can soak up some money from the NFL. Cause good for him. Uh, Damian Pierce looks like a madman, but my, my question is who the hell are they selling? Who do they have to sell? Brandon Nothing. cooks. They're, they're they're that's the thing they're not gonna they can't sell anything there's nothing to sell on that team they have some good defensive pieces but they're not like household names um, no i think they're not trading any of their young guys and petrie's actually been a pretty nice uh addition for safety for houston so they'll 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 be turn themselves around i mean we all knew this was going to happen after the, well, the quarterback. that's the problem they need that yeah. and a wide receiver mechie comes back next season um hopefully he has a hopefully. full recovery um but like this team's set up to be really good 
if they get a quarterback and they're tanking their way out. Um, but the commanders, they cannot afford to do this. Um, I do think they're going to fire Ron Rivera and we can see where it goes from there. But I think that the, whatever the interim coach that comes in for him is still going to be able to win some football games with this team. I think it's not as bad as Ron Rivera is making it out to be with the quarterback. Well, there's um, what five good rookie quarterbacks in the next draft. I mean, they're in line yeah. to get one of them and they're going to do that. Even with Wentz as their interim, I mean, they'll, they might keep him for another year and hold on to that rookie. And then that's the next year he's coming in or half halfway through, you know, exactly. And Pittsburgh, um, the quarterback situation with Mitch didn't work. Uh, Pickett, not ready yet. And he is going to have to learn, you know, trial by fire style, which as you had rightfully called out does not always work because it that class from the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields class looks like a disaster now because all of them started right away and they all look horrible. I um, just, and it was honestly, how do you throw them in against Buffalo? And then I think they play Baltimore this week. Like it, it's just rough. It was a bad time to transition. I think even after Buffalo would have like right now would have been a decent time. Sure. Trubisky could have put up three points. I'm sorry, but like, it just it hurts me to like have that you as or i could have done part. that probably i had i could have figured Three out points. a way to get down the field to get into field goal range but it is boswell he might have missed it yeah that's a good point but and then uh yeah pittsburgh better days are ahead I, I the defense there still is phenomenal but the offense there's just too many good pieces they really need to fix their o-line and that's what they're going to be after in this draft it's not going to be a quarterback so you well know. they're they got another year at picket is the problem i mean hopefully it's a good problem they have but We'll see. I didn't think he was that great coming out, but whatever. Not my not my decision. Um, all right, on to our last question, and this is this is just to, to spice up these fan bases. The Bengals and Rams are sitting at two and three each. If you had to, you had to pick one. Which one doesn't make the playoffs this year? Fuck Cronky. It's the Rams. They look bad. The Bengals have at least like actually looked like a semblance of a team. They've just had kind of rough games and they've had a pretty tough schedule. The Rams just lost to the Cowboys and did absolutely nothing. And I'm sorry. What happened is they became one dimensional. Somehow Cooper cup still open all the freaking time, which makes no sense <laughs> to me. It's not because he's a good route runner. I don't want to hear that. And I don't want to hear it's because he's good at reading the defenses and he knows someone should be on that man at all times. You could do a zone with one man. Just it'd be funny if like the guy fell over or if the guy was like trailing behind him and trying to get to him. But every time he catches the ball, there's no one in sight. And it makes no sense to me. Put one man on that guy the entire game. It makes, I, I don't understand how you don't do that. But anyway, in general, it's literally one dimensional. It's Cooper Cup. It's Tyler Higby. They can't even make Allen Robinson work. And that's not Allen Robinson's fault. Matt Stafford has his whatever shoulder injury or whatever that's going on. That's not been helping. They have no run game. Uh, their defense has been still still good but not great that team is not making the playoffs this year and okay. the Bengals, I, I think still do i i agree with you let's i'm gonna walk through the teams that are current playoff teams and you just let me know where you think they're gonna slot in or who they're gonna knock off afc is gonna be pretty easy by the way but we're still gonna we're still gonna do it for the exercises sake um so buffalo's the first seed in the afc right now kc is number two tennessee's number three baltimore is number four the Jets are five, Miami's six, and the Chargers are seven. So out of those seven, Josh, who would the Bengals take the place of in that situation? Kind of wild that the Titans are that highly ranked if they were seated right now. Um, well, the AFC South is a fucking tire fire. Whoops. Oh, true. I guess someone's oh. got to win the division, huh? Okay. Yeah, somebody um, has to win the division. 
Yeah, uh, it's it's Miami, in my opinion. Um, I think the Jets actually, for one, the Jets probably also won't make the playoffs because I think that whether it's the Raiders or someone will someone will emerge here. And it's honestly, not it, could the be, it could be the Browns. I, I mean, the Browns not could emerge Browns. as a playoff team. I'm not. I will not get into that. We'll talk about that later in the later in the year. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 Miami is where they supplant because Tua gets back. They're going to lose a few games until then. And I don't, we don't know when or even if Tua is going to be back. I mean, he probably will in a few weeks, I would imagine, but he's definitely not back. If Tua retired from football tomorrow, would that shock you? No. And he could, he could make more money than he could ever playing the game by suing the NFL for what happened because (laughs) that's honestly the dumbest thing in the world. (laughs) Anyone's going to believe a football player. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm sorry, but you don't know what a head injury is. I didn't know what a head injury was when I tumbled into those rocks, but. I'm glad that I had an EMT checking me out to make sure our buddy, Jake Burns. Thank you, man. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right about that. The jets and the dolphins kind of stand out right now, which is not great. Like uh, those, the, the dolphins, the problem is the quarterback's going to be bad. They're going to get out. Um, the teams behind them, Indy, Jacksonville, Denver, New England, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Um, I think you've only got the Bengals. Cleveland and maybe Jacksonville in there that could could sneak I, up. I, I think Indy Indy can sneak up too. I understand that they've possible, but I, just, I understand I they could Maybe I, Jonathan I Taylor comes back. Agree. Maybe it's different, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. let's get to the NFC side. So Philly is obviously number one. Uh, Minnesota's number two. Dallas three. Giants four. Tampa Bay five. San Francisco six. And the Green Bay Packers are seven. So out of those teams. Who are the Rams kicking out? You know, honestly, that sounds like the playoffs for the NFL right now. Oh, not the well, Giants. The, sorry. the Giants apologies. stick out like a sore thumb. My but apologies. At the same I, time, if they keep winning weird games, like I know you said their schedule is going to get tough here, but like if they keep winning weird games. I mean, they're going to be one of those weird wild card teams yeah, that like gets bounced out of the first round. But at the same time, they also have to compete with the Saints. They got to compete with uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals both yeah. teams, especially with Hopkins coming back next week, um, it could be the time where they take over as well. And I don't, I could, I could see him. The Vikings they could take could the, they could take the Giants. Too. I think the 49ers are one of the, I wouldn't say locks at this point, but the way they've played uh, since Garoppolo's taken over, I think I'm putting them in the playoffs, no doubt. So, yeah, I mean, the Giants are obviously the easy scratch there, but other than that, that sounds like the playoffs right there. You got one spot left. I have to agree. After the Cardinals, though, Bears aren't winning anything. Falcons aren't winning anything. Seattle isn't winning anything. Carolina, woof. Detroit. I'm, Poor guys. I'm, still, I'm still no I'm still on the Detroit train all right you think I so I, I, I have a bet in for them to make the playoffs it looks for the furthest thing away right now I don't and Washington do. I don't think Washington's gonna win anything this year I think they come so. out of this bye week spicy fully healthy the defense still looks like trash but they're gonna put up 50 against the Cowboys I would love it the thing is at least the Lions are fun to watch they were not fun to watch this past weekend but they also played like the Lions last year they also didn't have anyone playing the game yeah officially they were in the game they just weren't actually like playing playing yeah but we'll see all right well that is all we have for part one um we're gonna do game previews next so the next podcast on this feed will be the game previews uh come back and check out me and Josh checking our Checking in on all the games of this weekend slate. Um, Josh. Check it, yeah, check out me and Billy checking out the games, checking out the football. All right. So, uh, no, check out the next feed. Uh, go, go ahead and click on that next one right after this. So we'll see you soon.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.